an abundance mindset is I've got enough energy. There are plenty of opportunities, plenty of money. There's plenty of time. It is just a totally different paradigm. And we are living in a world of a scarcity mindset where people are like, they're stressed, they're overwhelmed. They don't feel like they have enough time or energy to get through the day. And that is why it's so important to shift from scarcity to abundance mindset. Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Liu. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. I am so grateful for you to be here. Super ready for Thanksgiving holidays next week. And I'm sending you loads of of positive energy and hoping that you can magnetize all the abundance in the world. My guest today is Rebecca Whitman. She is a magnetic abundance mentor, the author of three international best-selling books, and the host of the podcast, Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant. Doesn't that sound good? She has been seen on ABC, CBS, and has shared virtual stages with so many great thought leaders like Grant Cardone, Jack Canfield, and Les Brown. We both love to help people achieve balance within all areas of life so that you can experience more fun and freedom in life. And that's why we are here today to talk about the seven pillars of abundance. So without further ado, here's Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Lucy. It's so great to be here. Yes, two Angelinos coming from Los Angeles at you. And we didn't even know we had to meet on the World Wide Web. We could have met at Trader Joe's. (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah, we were having a really fun conversation, but we want to pull it back and inspire our audience. So Let's go back in time and maybe tell the listeners a story of your dark time, a low point in your life. What was that like? Yeah, there was a low point in my life back in 2015. My marriage was unraveling painfully and my dad was dying slowly. And the two events happened at the same exact time where I was going back and forth from LA to Cincinnati, where I grew up visiting my dad in a nursing home. And in one of our last conversations, he asked me to write a book and I had no idea what I was going to write. My dad's funeral was on a Wednesday and my divorce was finalized on a Friday. And a few months later, I found myself sitting across the desk from my financial planner and he said, Rebecca, I'm shocked to inform you that through your investments and your and your earnings, you've become a millionaire this year because I know it's the same year that you lost your dad in your marriage. And I think you should write a book empowering women to learn how you're so resilient. So I said, okay, that's the sign I need from the universe. I'm going to write a book. And it's, it's not a business plan. It's a lifestyle book, but it's called How to Make a Six-Figure Income Working Part-Time. And in the book, I divide life into seven key areas, which I call my seven pillars of abundance. And when you have these areas of life in alignment, you can be resilient. Now I'm married to my soulmate. We got married on the beach in Malibu on 12-21-21. And I have a thriving coaching business. I just got voted life coach of the year. And things are just amazing because I am living life aligned in these seven key areas. 
I love it. I love it. Just the word abundance itself brings me so much joy because once you see your abundances, you bring in and attract more abundances, right? Yes. I mean, what you focus on expands. So when you start focusing that abundance doesn't just mean money, you could have an abundance of health or an abundance of friends or an abundance of clothes (laughs) like I do. And that's abundant. Absolutely. So let's talk about these seven pillars. What are they? They are spirituality, because when you are connected to a power greater than yourself, whatever you call that, God, universe, Allah, Buddha, Jesus, doesn't matter. You have the faith and the strength to get through anything. The second pillar is fitness. Health is wealth. When you have your health, you have everything. When you don't have your health, you have nothing. The third one is emotions. All emotions come from fear or love. So switching from the fear channel to the love channel creates so much joy. The next pillar of abundance after emotions is romance. And your romance can affect every area. It's one of the most key areas of life. So you want to pick a partner that is loving and supportive. The next uh, pillar of abundance after romance is mental, having room to grow, like the great people listening to the Lucy Lou podcast and my podcast. And there's just so many ways to grow your mindset these days. The next pillar is social. Your vibe attracts your tribe. Having people around you that have the results that you want, that's going to speed up your success. And finally, financial. When you have all these other seven, six pillars in alignment, you are going to make money. You're going to magnetize opportunity. And those are the seven pillars of abundance. Love it. Love it. And I really like one keyword that you mentioned. And by the way, you are a magnetic, magnetic abundance mentor. So (laughs) what does being magnetic mean to you? Well, there's two kinds of ways to create results and we want results. So you can use your masculine energy, which is to go out there and chase and push and strain and and just push your energy out into the world. Or you can use your feminine energy, which is more elegant and magnetic, and you can work on your inner dialogue and get happy and joyous and then pull things into you. So I call myself the magnetic abundance mentor because I teach women how to magnetize whatever is whatever it is they want in life without exhausting themselves and burning out and while staying in their feminine energy. So what is the first step in that, would you say? The first step is to know where you're out of alignment to look at your life and give yourself a rating from one to 10 in each of these seven areas. And if it's not a 10, which is totally normal, I mean, practically no one has all seven areas at a level 10 all the time. If it's not a level 10, ask yourself, what do I want to create in this area? And what do I need to shift? Is there a limiting belief that is stopping me from getting the results I want? For example, I am really uh, big on teaching women how to magnetize their soulmate. Maybe there's a limiting belief, like all the good men are already taken, or I'm unlucky in love, or whatever it is. Is it a limiting belief that is preventing you to get to a level 10? 
or maybe it's just a lack of action. Maybe you're just not willing to go on internet dates. So it's either one of those two things that's stopping you from getting to a level 10. And I really believe that affirmations are a great way to shift both of these things. They shift limiting affirmations will help you shift to limiting belief and affirmations will also help you get into action. Beautifully said. What is your definition of abundance and a successful life? My definition of abundance is having a mindset of more than enough. There is a scarcity mindset. There's not enough good to go around. There's not enough men. There's not enough love. There's not enough money. There's not enough energy. There's not enough hours in the day. That is a scarcity mindset. An abundance mindset is I've got enough energy. There are plenty of opportunities, plenty of money. There's plenty of time. It is just a totally different paradigm. And we are living in a world of a scarcity mindset where people are like, they're stressed, they're overwhelmed. They don't feel like they have enough time or energy to get through the day. And that is why it's so important to shift from scarcity to abundance mindset. And then the other part of your question is success to me is the amount of joy that you feel. It's not, you know, getting a pile of stuff. I joke that I love my clothes. Of course I do, but it's not, that doesn't mean success because you, there are no U-Hauls following hearse. When we leave this planet, we cannot take our stuff with us. Our legacy is going to be how many people we improve their life and help them feel more joy. How can we be of love and service and how can we enjoy ourselves while we're here? That is my definition of success. Beautifully said. And two things I picked up from what you said. One is enough. I think you mentioned this word many times and I think it is everything about abundance is feeling and thinking that you have enough. And very often, enoughness really is the core problem for so many women, especially because we always feel there's not enoughness if we choose to. So if we make a decision that it is enough, then enough is not about an amount or a number or a certain time. It is simply a decision. So you get to choose to be enough. You get to choose and make a decision that you already live an abundant life, right? I like that. You know, I like to say that happiness is a decision, but also being enough is a decision. And one of my favorite affirmations is, because I'm a recovering perfectionist and perfectionism is all about scarcity. Like no matter what I do, I could have done more. I could have tried harder. If I got an A, what did I get an A plus? If I got a new client, why did I get three? So I like the affirmation. I am enough. I have enough. I am willing to set myself free because that's what we really want. It's fun and freedom. We want to be like we were a little kid, you know, running around in a diaper with no shirt on and not caring if we, you know, pooped our pants or whatever. Like we were free. And I think as adults, we can reconnect with wanting to feel free. And it's making a decision, like you said, of there is enough to go around. There's plenty to go around. I love that. And When we don't feel enough, that's when the overwhelm sets in. And overwhelm is just your own stacking of negative thoughts of not having enough. 
So switch that around, start thinking abundantly, appreciate all that you already have and see life change before your eyes. Yes. Happiness is not getting what you want. It's wanting what you have. And the best way to want what you have is to appreciate it. So one of the gifts that I'm going to give your listeners is I have an amazing abundance journal. Part of it is a gratitude list, but there are many other journal prompts that will help switch your mindset from scarcity and lack to abundance and love. And this journal has just change my life in every way. It's part of my morning practice. And I want all your listeners to have this journal as a gift, because if you actually stick to it, even if you don't do it every morning, maybe you're more of a nighttime ritual person, which is totally cool too. It will totally start changing your life. Oh, it's so true. Gratitude journaling, abundance journaling has been a big part of my life as well. I know a lot of ladies do in the morning to set the day I like to do it at night uh, to wind down. There's no right or wrong time, but it's very essential in life. Uh, You're the first nighttime ritual person I've ever met (laughs) (laughs) on your podcast. So yes, to the nighttime ritual, it doesn't matter when you do your ritual, as long as it makes you feel grounded and connected to, to spirit, whatever that spirit is to you. So that is cool that you have a nighttime ritual. Beautiful. So where do we get this journal? Yeah. So I'm going to give you my link tree and in my link tree, you will find all things, Rebecca, my podcast, my website, the abundance journal. I host a free women's coaching group every Tuesday at noon Pacific three Eastern, where you can come in and get some accountability and support from me. All the things are in the link tree. You can also find me on Instagram, Clubhouse, and Twitter at, and threads at Rebecca E. Whitman. And my website is Rebecca Elizabeth Whitman with a Z.com. Beautiful. And I'll make sure to link those below. Thank you. Thank you. What is a favorite quote you go by in life? Oh my God, there's so many. Um, one of my favorite quotes is we grow through what we go through. And I think that's Tony Robbins. I, uh, things are another thing from him. Things are happening for me, not to me. And then another one is Helen Keller. And that is life is a great adventure or nothing. So how can I bring the spirit of adventure and excitement into the unknown? Because I used to think of the future and feel anxiety like, oh my God, what's going to happen? And how am I going to do this? And how am I going to do that? And what if this and what if that? And I was a future tripper. And now if I shift that to the spirit of adventure, life is a great adventure or nothing, then it it shifts me from anxiety to excitement. And that's where I want to stay. Beautiful. Let's all stay there. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks again for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Lucy. I can't wait to meet you in person in the city of Los Angeles. See you. Bye. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Liu Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, 
kissing overwhelm goodbye and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 